What's up, people of the internet? Welcome to episode one of the Internet Unwind podcast, brought to you by Cucumbers, because when your water doesn't look fancy enough, Cucumbers. Like I said, guys, welcome to episode one of Internet Unwind. The first episode was a pot was a pilot thing. Episode zero that was to, you know to let you know what's going to be going on. So if you guys are, this is the first one you're seeing on Twitter or something like that come up, uh, you go ahead and watch that. Go ahead and listen to rather that one if you guys want to understand what this podcast is supposed to be. This episode is not the best example of what the goal is ultimately for it because we picked a very bad topic. If we want to just li- sit back and have a really nice conversation. It ended up being a little bit more debatey, but uh, it's about YouTube monetization and some other stuff regarding YouTube. Uh, my guests were Zero Score and Nero the Hero. Both of them have YouTube channels, Twitters, and Nero has a uh, has a really cool website that he does. I believe he does vlo- uh, blogging and stuff on there as well. So go ahead and check those out in the description. Um, there was some issues with Nero the Hero's mic. I did what I could to reduce the echo and some of the some of the issues that that uh, his mic was having, um, and th- I think I did a pretty good job of minimizing it. So please just bear with me this episode. Hopefully this episode that will be a that will be a one time thing. Hopefully next time uh, next time he's on we'll we'll have that uh, resolved and and it won't be an issue. As I said in the pilot episode, uh, we had already recorded this when I recorded the pilot. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really trying to learn about hosting. I'm not a very good host yet. So the, the intro and outro here are kind of rough. So I'm going to do an intro and outro separately. I, I want to thank them again. I thanked them when we weren't recording. I'd, I'd actually hit stop recording before I remembered to, uh, to thank them uh, during the recording. I want to thank these guys again for coming on. Had a really good conversation. And Nero said he's definitely down to be on some more. This was this was a lot of fun, even though it didn't feel maybe so fun. It, we were having a lot of fun talking about this stuff, and uh, yeah, the, so there, there will be more episodes with Nero and probably Zero at some point in time. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you Zero and Nero for uh, joining the podcast this time. Let's just uh, let's just roll it. So Zero Nero, how you guys doing? Pretty, pretty good. Doing, pretty good. Feeling all right. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful day out here in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, desert's always fun. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. Anyway, <laughs> so a lot of weird stuff going on lately with uh, YouTube and all. I know we're all kind of in the same boat here. We're just kind of doing it all for fun, but... right. It's just, I don't know, it's just so much changes. Like every six months, something like this happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or at least someone figures out a way to, you know, overreact it... to something that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> yeah, that that's happened a couple times, too. Um, I don't know. There's just, like, I feel, I feel like, I kind of like, I agree with a lot of stuff you said in your video, Zero. A lot of it's just kind of overreaction. I think that's what it is for the most part. I mean, it's kind of, um, I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. I was saying, you know, I feel like YouTube is becoming more kind of like Hollywood or like network television, you know, where, where they'll take something completely irrelevant and blow it out of proportion and just to get a reaction out of the masses, which generally ends up working out (laughs) in their favor. So it's, it's really just, um, I really feel like just this whole all of this just is just kind of like a, a race or like a, a war for views and likes and all that kind of stuff, you know? Cause yeah. I mean, if you get people like 
freaking out over like one thing then you have all these other then you have all these content creators making videos about it you know everyone has their own like opinions or whatever and it's just it's really just it turns into a big game of telephone (laughs) really and then by the end of it like the message is so misconstrued and you don't even know what the original message was or like what even like happened like originally you know yeah yeah because i think that's the issue with youtube problems specifically is like if it's something in the news you probably have multiple like somewhat legitimate sources you know aside from fox news um (laughs) but if something goes wrong on youtube like the only source you're really getting is other youtubers and so like your your opinion is basically based on the bias of that youtuber who's directly involved in it you don't see news anchors on tv that are like you know there, there was a there was a fire in in los angeles or something um and like you know they don't have a personal bias or anything for that. They're just reporting the news. This thing These YouTubers, happened. of course, they're going to get angry about something that's happening on YouTube, whether or not they actually know what they're talking about or not. Well, see, that's well, the see, thing. That's another thing with YouTube is, like, anybody can start a YouTube channel and then just say, oh, I report news on YouTube. And, mm-hmm. you know, if they have enough subscribers, then they'll become, <clears throat> quote-unquote, reputable. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, mm-hmm. just look at freaking Drama Alert, <laughs> you know? Like... Like, they were probably, Drama Alert is probably the least <laughs> reputable uh, news channel on YouTube, in my opinion. Definitely. But, but I mean, the massive Definitely. following that they had, I mean, everybody would believe everything that would come out of Keemstar's mouth, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's it's crazy. It's like YouTube is kind of like the Wild West right now, and it's just kind of like mm-hmm. everybody's kind of just scrambling for views, and it's just, it's kind of like... In a way, everyone's kind of... A lot of people are acting like it's, like, every man for themselves. But really, it's... I don't know. It, it's really not that. <laughs> but everyone makes it out to be like that. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that bugs me is the fact that there, there seem to be a lot of double standards YouTube has. Um, like, like as everyone has pointed out, that, that thing Philip DeFranco pointed out about how his... How uh, CNN has videos up that have, you know that are monetized, that are very alongside the videos he's had pulled down, not pulled down, uh, uh, demonetized. Um, and I mean, that's the thing is like, my, my, my thought through this whole thing is that just so far, like nothing's been pulled down because of this stuff, but it does that. My, my, my thing is not like, okay, well some people's videos, cause like even felt Franco, only a couple of his videos have been, you know, flagged and his, stuff kind of falls right in line with this 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 move. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a lot of stuff in the future that's more scary if they continue uh, tightening the reins on stuff like this. That's My thing is not, like, right now, like, because I knew I wasn't going to be somebody big. So I know that's that was never like this, so this doesn't affect me. But the people that have, like, started getting there and maybe just quit their jobs and haven't had a chance to really get a foothold on anything yet, uh-huh. this may have just destroyed them, hmm. you know? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that, that kind of sucks. But there's so many people, like, so much long-term that this could do bad. And that's that's the thing that bugs me is the fact that it's not... It's like, I feel like they, they're... They, they, once again, a lack of communication. Like everybody talks today about like communication is key in companies and things like that. Yeah. And in all reality, every one of their creators is part of their company. So the fact that YouTube doesn't communicate mm. with their basically employees 
<laughs> I mean, how are they supposed to trust working for that company? Unfortunately, right now there's nowhere else for them to go yet that they'll really that just an equivalent, which kind of sucks. But I mean, I feel like it's coming soon. See, and that's where I kind of start to disagree. Because the the main thing that I think a lot of people don't really think about with this whole, you know, comparison is the, these new shows on, on TV and stuff like CNN, they control their advertising. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting their advertising pulled because they're the ones that put it there. They know right. what's being aired. The advertisers agree to air alongside that content. Whereas like, you know, with Philip Franco, for example... He he can control his own advertising. He does the sponsored videos and stuff. He oh, even yeah. mentioned that monetization of the videos affects him very little because he has his own sponsors and other ways of making money. No big deal. Right. But the the ads that are just played over these videos are not ours. Like if right. you want to run your own ads and if you want to have your own for, you know source of monetization, that's great. It's not going to get pulled because they are agreeing like, oh, I know what you're putting out. I'm fine with it. But I think as long as we don't have control over our advertising, we don't have any say over whether or not we should be advertised. Right. That's entirely on their side. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, you're, you're talking about, you know, YouTube being our, our employer, you know, the, the, the people that, like, using it as a reference as a job, you know, people quit their jobs to do YouTube and yeah. their, their income is taken away. Honestly, I have a hard time feeling sorry for those people. Mm-hmm. Because they're in a, a field where they're just kind of expecting ad revenue. Yeah, that's true. For doing nothing. And, <clears throat> excuse me, the way I think of it is if you, you know, if you're at a job and you do whatever you want, regardless of the rules and regulations laid out by that job, you're going to get fired. You're not going to make money anymore. So with YouTube, if you don't play by their rules, you're not going to get money anymore. You can still do whatever you want and put out the content. You can, you know, it's it's kind of like you're, you're off time. Like, mm-hmm. in your own time, if you just put something out that's not monetized, you can put whatever you want. They are not stopping you from doing that. But if you want to make money, you have to play by the rules. How is that different than any other job? It's not. And, you know, like, it's it's funny because I was actually watching, <clears throat> um, I don't know if you guys watch Review Tech USA, but um, Rich did a video. I do. And he was talking about, like, if, you know, as far as, like, you know, actual, like, network television, scripts are reviewed hundreds and hundreds of times. And, like, they have to make sure that, like, there's, like, you know, like, the, it, it all comes down to the sponsors. Because if the sponsors are like, no, we don't want to attach ourselves with this program because there's swearing and then there's adult, you know, type of content, then they can pull their sponsorship. Because, you know, it's money going towards that network show so i mean if anything that's kind of how they're operating they're just um i feel like their customer service could be a lot better as far as youtube goes but as far as Mm -hmm. reasons for them uh revising their terms of service first of all people do this all the time they revise their terms of service all the time i get so many emails all the time in my inbox oh we revise our terms of service i'm like okay cool um but um one reason i was actually looking at the uh the uh age restricting your videos because if you age restrict your videos that makes them ineligible for monetization but i mean how many people are actually i mean they're probably here's my thought process the reason that they've done this is for those people who have like age restricted content in their videos but they don't actually click that box to age restrict their content you know what i mean yeah 
So there's some people kind of like trying to cheat the system in a way. So I can see that as one reason why they did this. Um, however, um, I feel like it could have been, you know, communicated a lot better. Um, a lot of things can be communicated a lot better as far as YouTube, as far as, you know, contesting like strikes and stuff like that, because I, for the most part, we all know that it's done by bots. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've heard people do response videos and stuff like, well, there's no possible way that, you know, you can have one person like look at all those videos. I'm like, well, no, but here's one thing you can do. You can have the bots flag the videos for review and, you know, send them to an actual person to review them and be like, okay, well, yeah, that falls under, you know, that falls out of the terms of service. So, yes, we're going to give them a strike because it's legitimate, you know, like they don't. But I feel like at this point they just have the, their bots doing everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, the part of the reason for that I think is because um, the, the <clears throat> YouTube has never been very profitable. It's always been like kind of either losing money or right on the border of losing money. And I think the reason they haven't done that is because they they can't. At like least the reasoning that they thing. would give is that they yeah they would have to have too many people to be able to really review that many. Because I mean if you, you got to figure there's there's millions of videos being uploaded that every is day true. to YouTube. That is, it's a very large so, number. They're 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 having to constantly expand their servers as well as um, expand the people working on them because you got to figure they they got to be bringing in more and more people as they're bringing in more servers to manage mm -hmm. to to be able to manage them all. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, in all reality, the the there's a lot of problems with the way they handle everything. Um, they just a lot of times it just feels like they handle things rushed like like they like they had a, a kind of an idea how they should handle something and they said ah just just go ahead and do it like a hot fix uh, kind of deal <laughs> yeah because yeah. i mean that i mean if you think about it like this uh, they they've worked with their top creators on a lot of things and one thing they've never seemed to do is like hey we have a problem we need to resolve it let's bring in the top creators and see how we could do this without mm affecting their bottom line and our bottom line mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's that that's where that's where my my big problem comes in because like like i mean like you said before zero i, I get what you're saying about how like you're not really in you know you're not really their employee and all that i i feel kind of i i probably shouldn't have worded it that way i don't really see these people as you know they should be relying fully on youtube to be clear they should obviously. I think I mentioned that to you on on, on Twitter or something like that. You know, I, I yeah. they, they definitely need to expand their horizons and they need to, mm -hmm. to really reach out there. And the ones that have like, like um, Roman Atwood, he has he's he actually built a garage and turned it into a store. So he's not he doesn't have a spreadsheet or anything. He has a website where people order you know shirts and 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 bracelets and stuff like that. And they actually have employees at their house that pick the orders and send them out. That's that's awesome. And that's entrepreneurial that's the, right there. Yeah. So yeah that's what yeah, I feel definitely. like YouTube is. YouTube is one of those things that's not like a it's not like a single like magic silver bullet that's going to make you rich because YouTube if anything it's a gateway sort of to for people who want to be entrepreneurial because YouTube leads into other sponsorships, you know, you might fall into something else. I was actually it's funny because there was this one YouTuber um, by the name of Rain Day he was just kind of basically just doing videos on um, Smite and uh, the new Paladins game by Hi-Rez. And now, just out of nowhere, they offered him a job. <laughs> so he packed wow. up and moved to Georgia, and now he's doing um, esports casting for the new uh, Paladins game. So, I mean, it's just... 
I just feel like, um, yeah, people shouldn't rely on YouTube solely for their income. Unless, you know, unless it just magically works out for you, great. <laughs> I don't think you should go into it expecting that. I think you should go into it expecting it to lead to other things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Opportunity. I've said it again. I've said it before and I'll say it again. YouTube is not a career. Right. Like on its own, you cannot just make a living on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, there are exceptions to that, yes. But for you know, anyone listening, do not try to make YouTube a career. <laughs> Obviously not. It is yeah. it is a video hosting website. It's a social that network. is essentially the, the goal it's set out to be. And it's expanded outside of that because people have become successful by, you know, hosting their videos there and putting them on their website and then getting avenue uh getting revenue through the website and, you know, merchandise and stuff like that, like building something, but using YouTube as the host. Mm -hmm. So YouTube was getting money from these people that were, you know, also getting money from the site. And then they're like, wait, why don't we cut out the middleman and just let you make money on YouTube itself? But that like that was back when there were, you know, maybe maybe hundreds or thousands of people that were using the service professionally. Mm -hmm. Now there's millions of people who upload sometimes multiple videos a day, which means, you know, probably more videos uploaded than people actually uploading. And you can't expect the same kind of outcome from all that ad revenue being split that many different ways. Right. (laughs) It just doesn't work. Exactly. I mean, I mean, there's obviously ways that they could fix this, even by just even by still using YouTube to host their video and then making their own website. And then every YouTuber has their I mean, most of these YouTubers have their own websites anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, you only really make money on a video the like when it's uploaded the first time anyway. So anybody that's not making money on their, you know, anybody's worried about not making money on their content. All they really have to do is make their own um, website, get advertisements on their website. Mm-hmm. Right. And potentially they could make more money that way. Right. I mean, like right now I, I have my channel set for monetization personally, but I don't have it set to monetize any video. Like, so, so mm. it, it'll put like video, you know, ads on the side of the page or something like that. If they, if YouTube even feels like doing that, which they only do that once you hit a certain number of views anyway, which I never hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean like there's, there's plenty of ways around it where they can even still use YouTube to make things easier on themselves. So there's, there's plenty of opportunity just in the content creation, but the basically like, like you were saying, Zero, I mean, it, the whole thing is basically mm. at that point, basically what YouTube has done is, is, you know, people are, have become personalities. That's what their career becomes is being a personality, not a YouTuber. That's how they refer to it. Mm -hmm. But that's the way that like, in all reality, that's how they treat it is, is being a personality. Like, like so many of these YouTubers now, the, the bigger ones, a lot of them, even gamers, they'll go on like tours where they'll go and, you know, just hang out with people and like, Hey, I rented out this, this restaurant, you know, five bucks you get in and we hang out for two hours or whatever. Like there's all these different things they do. And sometimes it's a little bit money grabby. Sometimes it's like, it it makes sense and it's a legitimate, you know, yeah. Um, a little bit legitimate function. I mean, there's so many people I've seen that have got like gotten uh, careers in companies and then they basically just stopped doing YouTube Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they got a job because of, doing youtube like uh, yeah. pr work and stuff like that um if anything tr- youtube is kind of like a video resume of sorts if you tr- if you use it properly you know yeah 
That's my goal. And training. <laughs> you're doing well training, at it, because, I must say. <laughs> it teaches you, I mean, you can learn so many different things by doing YouTube. Exactly. I mean, cuz cuz you have to you have to be your own PR person when you're small. So you have to be, you know, monitoring what you say and do and who you post to and who you how you post things and there's mm-hmm. so much you have to do as one person. And it's funny cuz I've I've seen some of the big YouTubers, some of the biggest YouTubers that were still doing things by themselves until recently mm-hmm. cuz like uh Markiplier was doing stuff by himself until he had he hired those other uh, he he got started working with the guys from that other company and then the one guy died. Um and then PewDiePie uh, a while back just started um working with two people as well. They just started they've started hiring editors to help take some load off of them, but they're still handling most of the most of the social media stuff themselves and they're still obviously doing the video themselves um so it's a lot of the like the one thing that gets me is like certain channels on tv get advertisements easily and i almost feel like i feel like the thing on, on with youtube is some of the content like for instance um filthy frank Mm-hmm. He would get his videos. People would. There's a lot of companies I could see still wanting to monetize his videos, but if he had to like put an ad in the video, it wouldn't really like he couldn't he he couldn't really tie the content. Like plug, a lot of like, like do a plug during a video. Yeah, he couldn't yeah. like do it. He can't like just in the middle. By the way, I'm gonna shave with this dollar shave club razor. <laughs> I mean. Some <laughs> no, some channels all. like I can't see Rich from Review Tech doing a, a commercial for shaving cream or something. I can't. There's there's it. If people had to do that, I I mean again, it's it's not like that. That's it's part of their that if that's what they want to do, that's how they have to go about it. It sucks. I'm not saying that it's not okay for them to do this or for this to happen. I'm saying it does suck. <laughs> but it's like business. like um <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean and 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 what happens is when these when YouTubers like Boogie has been Boogie has been uh that Boogie posted a video yesterday or today or something and I watched it and I was like Yeah, but your half of your stuff isn't even like couldn't even be considered along these guidelines. I mean, you you use bad language sometimes, quote unquote, but it usually your stuff I can't imagine most of his stuff getting flagged. Um and that's the thing is like when you got people like Philip DeFranco who upload every day and he gets like 24 flags out of out of what I would imagine is probably somewhere near like 6,000 videos by now. Um I can't I can't imagine that um it's really affecting their bottom line anyway. The one thing that does does make me wonder though is because every time they implement one of these bots, it starts flagging things left and right when they shouldn't be. And what concerns me is when they start if they start if they feel like the advertiser friendly uh, thing is not enough at some point and they just start removing stuff instead of or, or not allowing stuff on YouTube because it's not. Uh, friendly. I've had I've had multiple videos um, taken from me for supposed copyright, third party stuff, and they were taken from me and given to somebody else without even notifying me. So now they're stuck on my channel and I have no control over them. I have like seven of those videos, and most of them there's no music in the video. It's me talking. Like there's there's no reason whatsoever somebody should have been able to come in and, and do this, but they were. And I have no, I got no notification, wasn't allowed to uh, dispute it, 
nothing. I've emailed YouTube about it. I've got no response. I'm not worried about the money, like I said, but it's aggravating that something I made is now not mine. And so, yeah, exactly. And that's what worries me is like, what's going to happen down the... That's what I meant by what... I, that worries me about what's going to happen down the road is when they start just not allowing things to get uploaded because it picks something out. And if you're not a big YouTuber, then you spend all this time making this video or... or or recording this uh, this uh, music or whatever, and all those hours of work or a half hour of work in some people's case, um, so then it just kind of it was pointless. It's useless. Now you've wasted your time, and if if you're smaller, YouTube won't respond to you, and it doesn't let you upload it because the bot flags it during upload. That's yeah. I don't see that happening because, like it, I said, YouTube is essentially a video hosting site mm -hmm. so i mean there there are cases where they will take down videos and things but like you said it's usually because of legitimate copyrights like there there will be illegitimate copyright flags i've actually still got one in dispute on final fantasy which is annoying because it was like four weeks ago yeah. and it's still in dispute and it's totally not legitimate but beside the point well, see and that's what i'm um, saying i've i've had multiple flags that stole the video and i i got notification about it i'm on youtube every day and i never got a message about it i never got anything and they're not mine anymore it sounds like the youtube bots right, right but it's not being taken right down <laughs> no it's not taken down but it's not mine anymore either i can't even delete the video if i wanted to oh that's weird yeah I've got, uh, I think, seven videos. Two of them are vlogs with no music, no graphics, nothing, just me and face cam. See, that's not cool. And you did, you disputed them and they Well, didn't... that's the thing. It, it, it expired. According to the thing, it just, it says it belongs to someone else now. It won't let me dispute and I never got a notification saying I could dispute. I never got a notification, never got a message. Mm. There's no expired messages in my, nothing. This was, I mean, I haven't had one recently because I, I, I check my messages every couple of days now because of the last time it happened, it really pissed me off. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I, I can only imagine if it's happened to me that there's probably other people I've happened to and I've never heard about it until I, I've had the issue. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that is the bigger issue here. Like people are focusing on the monetization because, oh no, they're taking our pennies, mm -hmm. but I think the bigger issue is like the the bot system in general. Yeah. Um. You know, misflagging. Uh. Just generally, like, I don't think that has anything to do with a new, you know, terms of service or anything. No. I think it's been an ongoing issue. But there's That's... definitely some some concerns over fake copyrights and things that YouTube doesn't seem to care because they don't actually see the things. It mm -hmm. just gets flagged. They don't know about it until you dispute it, and it stays in limbo forever. Yep. And that's what they they claim that this is not a change to their terms of service, and that this is this has always been in the terms of service. They're just now enforcing it. Well, now they're giving you the notification, and now they're giving you this, and now they're giving you that. But the the thing is, they keep adding bots, but they're not fixing the problems with the old bots. If they're mm -hmm. not going to fix the old problems with the old bots, why would anyone trust the new bots? That's my biggest issue with this whole thing. Is like you you just keep you just continue to add bots, and you're you're making things on the business side of things, but it's Here's the thing. My company that I work for uh, was very they, they I'll, I'll say quote unquote family oriented. They used to they the the CEO used to be down there all the time talking to everybody, and over the last three years they have become so um, 
I don't even know, distorted in their view. Now, like the CEO and and the people, the higher ups don't want to don't want to deal with you. You know, why I, I'm not coming down there if I see you. I'm not going to address you. Like, why would I want to? But before, like they, you know, CEOs walking around. Hey, I'm just gonna have a conversation with you because you got you. You seem like you got a second. I'm I'm kind of just looking around. I kind of want to understand what you're doing. What you know, what what's what's going on, and like legitimate just person to person conversation. And it's weird because like that's considered normal now. And my concern is like YouTube's doing the same thing now, where it's like it's mo- as they've continued to go, they're distancing themselves more and more from the creators. It seems like. Where they'll still bring them in and do things with them here and there, but then it's just that then the, whenever somebody needs to talk to YouTube, it's like the, when YouTube wants to talk to you, they can talk to you. When you want to talk to YouTube, we'll consider it. Um, because like I said, I've that, never, I've that's never, gross. Gotten, I've never gotten a return email from customer service from YouTube. It might be growth, I mean, but it's not quality. No, but if you think about it, like. YouTube has a serious overpopulation issue. That's why I think that this whole change might be good because whether it's blown out of proportion or not, some of these people are like that were, you know, motivated to, to become YouTube celebrities because they think they can just make, you know, make enough money off of the ad revenue to live. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be discouraged and leave. Yeah. They're either going to find another source or, you know, whatever the case, but they might not be inclined to do YouTube anymore. And while that sucks, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because it's just like, you know, in the world, there's overpopulation issues and no one's doing anything to fix it. And like, we're going to run out of resources, all that, you know, dark, dark stuff that no one wants to think about. Um, if you if you cut down the millions of people that are out there, you know, to, to juggle between, you end up being able to have that closer knit community that can actually talk to each other again. But if, if one entity, like if YouTube as an entity, let's assume... You know, we don't know how many people work there or anything, how many people they actually have to answer all of the questions that come in. But just the single entity of YouTube has to deal with millions of creators that all have complaints because it's the Internet and that's what people do. How are they supposed to handle that? Whereas when it started, you know, 10 years ago, there was a handful of people and, you know, only a few that really mattered in that sense of knowing anything to actually ask questions and not just using it casually to put up cat videos and, you know. Well, here's here's my thing, though. I mean, they have bots for everything else. They couldn't have a bot say, they even, even have a bot send you an email back saying, we are working on this, we will get back to you soon with an answer. I, I There's not even a return email like, hey, thank you for your email, thank you for your concern. Not Nothing. Amazon can handle any, any of their email issues at some point in time. Uh, Steam gets back to people. Uh, I mean, almost any other company can, aside from Niantic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it, I don't understand why YouTube, which is a part of Google, if if Google, who has their own email service, can get back to people about things, I don't understand why YouTube, one of their subsidiaries, can't. See, that's what thing that always confused me is like, yeah, they're they're connected to Google. <laughs> it's like the Google, like, I feel like at some point Google might try to take over the world, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe they're just, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to put any more funding into YouTube 
as far as that goes, just because reasons. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But I mean, I mean, maybe they literally don't think those people are important. Because I'm sure there's there's better feedback with the you know the big guys that are actually making the money. But well, yeah, there is some there because Philip DeFranco was even able to get on a phone with somebody. Right. right. Yeah. I and I think it does come down to the idea that YouTube is essentially a video hosting site. Like, if you look back to the days of, you know, GeoCities and other things where, like, you could create your own websites and stuff, like, they literally just existed for you to host. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really any back and forth or anything. It was just, it was a service provided. And so people have this mindset of YouTube being, you know, a job or, like, a, a you know, a friend and it's not. It's just a YouTube. Or it's just a video hosting site that happens to be a place that you know some people make money and build a business off of. But until like you get into the YouTube space or you know like have some kind of regular correspondence with them because of sponsorships, there's not really any reason for them to communicate with you. As bad as that sounds, like you're you're not you know their their associate or anything. So it it would be considerate, yes, well, see, for, for them me, to communicate with people. But so if it's a service that I'm using, I'm their customer. Are you it paying them? It's a free service, though. So I mean, yeah, right? It's it's free. That. It's free, it's, but it's a service. I feel like it's the the major thing here. I feel like it's just YouTube is going through some. It's going through like a massive shift. It's going through a change. And we're in the middle of that change. We've been in the we've been in this change for a while. Yeah. I mean, YouTube is constantly evolving. So, if anything, this is just it goes back to me uh, referring to the conversation I was having with a friend about YouTube becoming more like Hollywood. That's <clears throat> essentially what it's becoming. It's where people go to get discovered. You know. And, you know, they have their terms of service. They say, you can't do this. You can't do that. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, in Hollywood, you know, depending on how famous somebody is, there's going to be exceptions to to the things that they do. Unfortunately, that's just kind Mm -hmm. of fact. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's the thing that people are most upset about is that not all content creators are treated equally. But yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. It's business. It's it's show business, also. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not. It's brutal. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair at all, unfortunately. No, but, but that's just the kind of thing. Life. Yeah, yeah. And allowing the masses to be a part of it means, like, allowing the masses to be a part of it. Like, you know, Hollywood is kind of self-contained. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get into it, but a lot of people are eaten alive by it because it's awful, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, treating YouTube like Hollywood, which you kind of have to if it becomes to the point where people use it as a means to get famous, yeah. just like Hollywood, like, those comparisons are there already, then it it means that the masses are also, like, brought into that, that fold of, it's not fair, it's terrible. Like, like Nero said, I mean, you're going to get treated the same way if you're wanting to get into the same field. Well, the the thing that's strange to me is um, YouTube and, and other forms of media that are not mainstream media, like, you know, for instance, news. 
uh, SourceFed and Nerdist. There's a whole bunch of different news sites that are fairly reputable on YouTube that actually, in my experience, have been much more accurate and talked about much more important stuff than my local news. I mean, my local news will be talking about, like, yeah, well, this guy got a parking ticket because of the color of his skin. And then you got CNN um, got... CNN had that video up of... Um, where where the the woman during the the riots a few weeks ago, where the black cop shot the black guy that pointed a gun at him, and they were rioting because and they were claiming it was Black Lives Matter the, that that movement, and they were rioting and destroying their own town, and there was a clip that CNN apparently showed that was of um a woman you know yelling at everybody for destroying their own town and all this stuff, and then that's where it ended. But then SourceFed and all these other places they had the full video that showed she actually then told them to go to another neighborhood that was predominantly white and she was talking to the crowd about like well take it out on them not us you're destroying our town go destroy this town instead not not just stop destroying things because it's stupid <laughs> but then wow. my local news didn't report that CNN did this I didn't see any other news do it the only place I saw show this information this clip the actual clip that showed that CNN was manipulating people was on was on YouTube and on uh, internet internet news sites. Mm-hmm. I never saw any actual quote unquote reputable mainstream um, news site post this. But the, and that that's the thing that bugs me. I've seen a lot of stuff like that situation where the actual news quote unquote is not reporting on it but it's talked about on the internet and it's much more important than you know my dog got hit by a car and it's wearing a cast on its leg isn't that so cute look at that cute little cast I mean and that's more positive than the stuff they actually talk about but the stuff they talk about is pointless it's like mostly meaningless stuff that's the media for you though <laughs> yeah that's and that's my problem. so what, what comparison are you making here then well, I'm saying that the, the, the actual news is showing us nothing that's meaningful at all. There's all this actual stuff going on out there. But we're seeing it, if you go online, you see it online, you see it on places like like there's internet news, there's like YouTube news sites and stuff that show it. But So you're saying you're worried that these, these online forums that are showing the truth are going to get censored well, through these new means? What I'm saying doesn't make any sense is the fact that CNN, it's been proven that CNN is manipulating things they have youtube videos and things that are monetized if the what i was my going back to what i said before about how what concerns me is going down the line what's going to happen with how they start treating this stuff well they've they've you've got tvs moving into the internet a lot of uh like like um not, not news sites necessarily but there's a lot of different um tv groupings and stuff like uh late night talk shows and stuff now they've started moving on to t on to youtube and stuff and they're they're, they're like the, the main things they're like they're like becoming some of the bigger channels they're still getting heavy support no matter what they talk about or what they do they're still monetized and all that stuff the tv show gets less views than the youtube one does so now you've got the internet news which sometimes in many cases is just as good depending on where you're looking obviously as the TV one, the TV one is monetized. YouTube ones aren't going to be. Well, that's not for sure. In, I mean, everyone's just assuming case. that monetization is going to go away entirely. 
Well, that's, but it's like there, there's no there's no baseline for that. Like, like I said, this is that's what I'm, that's what scares me. It's not what I think is necessarily going oh, to happen, okay. but it's what there's there's nothing to tell us what is or isn't going to happen. That's what like it's the it's the communication thing. We don't know where they're heading with this, which obviously it's a business. They got to keep a lot of the stuff you know in their back pocket. They can't just say, hey, look, this is what we're going to do, so that Eddie, everybody can come in and you know undercut them or do something different than them and try mm-hmm. and take their business, but. There's, I just feel like there's, it, while it is a complicated situation overall, I feel like there's a lot of things that they're doing that they don't need to do to keep moving forward. Yeah. But you, again, you make the comparison to traditional media. Mm-hmm. And those, those channels that are going to YouTube have the same advertisers on YouTube as they do on TV. Right. So, of course, they're not going to get their advertising pulled because it's already safe for TV, so it's going to be safe for YouTube. Yeah, these, but... these other news sites, they can do the same thing. Like, you know, so for a while, SourceFed actually ran their own commercials, but oh, it probably yeah, became too did, expensive yeah. to produce them. Um, and that's that's perfectly fine. If they want to do that, then great. But the advertisers that, you know, are just put on there still might not approve. And I'm not saying that's YouTube's fault. Like... It's just a byproduct of advertising. Yeah. They want to feel like they can reach the masses and, you know, if they're if they're airing a like a I can't think of a good commercial to, you know, topic comparison. But, you know, if if a if a company feels unsafe um being put on a on a news story that disagrees with what they personally believe as a business, it's within their right to deny funding to that content. I mean, that's the same as anything else. Like well, people to an extent. A few years ago when when, you know, Chick-fil-A as a brand like came out against gays. Like that was a huge uproar. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people aren't going to aren't going to eat at Chick-fil-A anymore. It hurt their brand, but it also like a lot of the, you know, fundamental Christians and stuff are like, "Oh man, Chick-fil-A is my favorite place to eat now because they agree with me." It's still like it's it's that disparity of things you know well, they're not going to associate see, with people that disagree with them see but ad spots are sold way before the news goes live so they don't know what's going to be reported a month from now when they've already bought that spot so to an extent you're right but at the same time no because you know you could have a you could have a honda commercial come on right before the news reports a major defect in hondas because they don't know what's going to be reported a month from now, but they buy that spot way in advance. I'm sure it's written Whereas, into a contract, though. What you think it's written under a contract that specifically they they would I, avoid? It's, it's very know, possible. Anywhere near a Honda. It's very possible. You know, like that's, those big I mean, corporations. That's, they, that's they have, possible, I guess. It's it's actually entirely possible. I mean, like, they have. I'm not saying it's happened. Companies have, but there are examples. They have like teams of like law, teams and teams of lawyers and stuff like. They, I feel, I mean, I used to work for um, Toyota, so yeah, I mean, anything, anything that comes up that's legal, they have like a squad of lawyers that are just like, they're all over that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's entirely possible. They're like, oh, well, you know, yeah, sure. Play our ads, just not if you talk about something that's bad <laughs> about us. Yeah, ads can be pulled at the last minute too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Live TV, like they know what ads are about to run. Well, I mean, like if you so, if you watch like just like even just like TV shows about TV shows, like oh no, they just pulled our they just pulled we just got our ad ad revenue or ad funding pulled because of this thing that was that just 
got played on TV. You know, they, that kind of stuff happens all the time. And that's essentially uh-huh. what's happening here with YouTube. And the thing with YouTube is it's it, it, it goes back to the, the fact that it's a free platform. It allows you to it, it gives you a, they give you a lot of things for free. You get free video hosting. It allows you to um, monetize your videos as long as you stay within their guidelines. It allows you to um, to network with other people. They give you a lot of there's a lot of stuff that is presented to you and that is another that's one unfortunate thing going back to the big networks is that they have they have a closer they already have this direct relationship with the advertisers so really Mm -hmm. if anything the only real way to circumvent this whole youtube thing would be to honestly go and get a paid video hosting service where you can essentially post whatever you want and you, you, it would essentially mean doing all the legwork as far as you like, you know, forming these relationships with advertisers and whatnot. But, you know, I mean, it's it, yeah, it all just comes down to just the whole big machine of advertising and marketing. And just, you know, it, if you don't, it just comes back to that whole saying, it's not really what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And it's it's it mm-hmm. comes down to the relationships and the partnerships that you have and stuff like that. So. I don't know. It, again, it's YouTube is just no one can really like say what YouTube is. Is it a social network? Is it a, a video hosting site? Is it a marketing platform? Is it an advertising platform? Like, what is it? Is it like the new like place to go for like TV? I mean, they got YouTube Red now. It's a it's a paid paid service. And you know, no ads. Yeah, exactly. No ads. But however, if you are if you do want to produce content for YouTube, you have to have it your content at a certain level. A production quality because all the big all the really big names in youtube have moved over to youtube red i even mm-hmm. see it in my main page it's like oh you should watch this youtube red show it's it's free we'll give you the first episode but it's you know it's it, i'm not gonna lie it's high quality produced content so mm-hmm. all the more again i'm you know i'm broken record but it's going back to the whole youtube becoming more like hollywood you know production values are going up standards are going up and even you know they're i feel like that's kind of what this whole thing is with them looking at the monetization they're they're being more selective of what they monetize however their their actual system need, is what needs attention it's what needs updating they're 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 moving forward in certain areas and not moving forward in other areas where they should be everything should right. be moving forward in an equal fashion but you know unfortunately especially with these you know big corporations and stuff that's not always the case. Yeah, I and and like I said, I think my big my my biggest issue with this is more that I don't understand what their direction is, and I yeah. it's it's not about the monetization necessarily. It's more about like, well, how long before they start doing other things with bots and and I one thing I will admit that I like about YouTube, I've always liked about YouTube, is the fact that you can you it's real it's real people it's not super manipulated and everything isn't as review tech said you know they don't they're not going through it 10 times with a fine tooth comb to make sure it's as pc as possible and that's what i think so many people like and identify with the freedom of audience the audience that youtube has has that audience for a reason if the more they make these changes, if it starts changing the content that people are dealing with, 
then why wouldn't it change that audience? There's an, it's entirely possible, and this is my this is this is my only concern really with the monetization specific thing is the people that have gotten big on YouTube have a massive audience for a reason. There are people that come to watch them. If the reason that they don't want to be advertised with a Philip DeFranco video or somebody's video is because they're not going to get seen, then they're freaking retarded. If it's because of what's in the video that they're concerned about, then I then I can kind of see that. But at the same time, I don't think that many people, unless again it goes back to the, like that that one thing I mentioned earlier. Like if it was Honda, and then it's a Honda defection thing. Like I, unless it's something that specific, which is I can't imagine would happen that often, unless it was like you know. Samsung commercial because there's constantly Samsungs and Samsung problems and but right. I can't the odds of that <laughs> are so slim. Samsung, so. Oh no, I love Samsung. <laughs> we Samsung were just is bad. Anyway, yesterday actually. Yeah. Um. The, well, there there's actually the, the whole issue with their their Galaxy Seven was why I thought of that. Um. Yeah, I know. I'm afraid to have mine recalled. I yeah. don't. I don't want to be without a phone. <laughs> I, I I can't wait till I can afford to upgrade to one of the new Samsungs. My crappy HTC's pissing me off. I just, mm. ugh. Anyway, but yeah, that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> it, there's the odds of that. Like, especially with these bigger companies like that that already have a name out there. I can understand maybe with some of the smaller companies, but the smaller companies that you don't hear about that often. There's not. It's not often you hear about their defections, the, their defective products either. So. I mean, I'm. I, it, it's it's like there's this fine line that they're trying to walk, and I feel like they're leaning more towards, like you said, Hollywood. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are going to watch YouTube and stuff because it's not Hollywood, because it's not super um, controlled and super manufactured, and you have so much PC in it. And I, I feel like there's a there's there's a huge chunk of the audience on YouTube is because of that. I, I think another part of the going back to the whole YouTube changing thing, it's just another thing is, you know, a lot of people who are on YouTube, especially like the old school, quote unquote, YouTubers, you know, the YouTube used to kind of be like an underground kind of thing, you know? So, I mean, as far as like the future, like I either see YouTube becoming, making that transition more into the Hollywood aspect. They're either going to try to push their content creators onto YouTube Red so they can produce content on there or um, uh, it's either they're going to do that and they're going to keep regular YouTube like kind of like the underground sort of thing go back to the kind of old style YouTube or they're going to try to merge the two or there's going to be some other video hosting service that comes out of nowhere and people just start massively migrating to that because they feel like their freedom of speech is not being impended on. I think that's yeah. really what it's coming down to as far as like the monetization issue. People feel like it's infringing on their freedom of speech when like technically in a way it's not because advertisers can choose whose videos they play their ads on and that's fully right. their right to do so. Yeah, no, so it's, it's kind of it's it's not really like a black or white thing because I don't know it's you know it's like freedom of speech versus like traditional advertising you know what I mean it's it's yeah, yeah it's just it's a it's a crazy crazy thing it's like I said it's the wild west out here. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. I just think that idea is kind of ridiculous because no one like deserves to be paid for their thoughts. Right. I mean, the only way it would be infringing on freedom of speech is if they were taking down videos that are demonetized. Mm-hmm. But no, you're still allowed to have your video up. You're still allowed to say what you want. You're just not going to be paid for it. And I Too think, bad. I think technically they're <laughs> legally allowed. I don't think it technically impedes um, freedom of speech to delete the videos because that's their service that they own. Um, right. I don't think technically. I think technically it's one of those. If they don't, if they don't agree with your ideals, they can take it down um, because you know you're putting it on their site. Um, I mean, in all reality, at some point they could they could say, "Hey, uh, we're changing our terms of service. Anyone that uploads a video to YouTube." Um, is just giving the video to us, and they own the video. That's entirely possible. Uh, right now, I, I mean, I don't. That's too far. I don't want to go down. I don't want to go down another road. Um, but yeah, it's it. That's yeah. It's it's more for me about that. It's it's you know where does this go? It's it's not. It's not simple it's it's obviously very complicated because like like i think uh Nero, you said earlier you were zero said earlier we you know we're kind of like as youtubers they're kind of stuck in the middle of this change um and at the same time the way i'm thinking about it youtube is kind of stuck in the middle between the consumer and the advertisers and the advertisers are stuck in the middle of the uh, between youtube and other medias as well as the price the person they're advertising for and the consumer so like there's this giant complicated web right but at the same time it, it still feels like there's definite like well the advertisers are the ones giving us the money so we're gonna go with them um but and the funny thing is like i said i mean if the audience is there they're i mean most of the time most of the time the, the the thought is, you know, if there's an audience, let's advertise to them. But I, I don't see most of the stuff. I mean, I can understand Filthy Frank stuff. <laughs> I can understand that. Them not, people not wanting to monetize. But stuff like, you know, the, the grand majority of stuff. I mean, I, I can understand not wanting to monetize some filthy mouth 10-year-old Minecrafter um, th- that's shouting racial slurs uh, there's plenty of them out there too so i could understand certain things but those those kids like a lot of those those videos that are the worst are not even going to they're not going to have you know uh, bad stuff typed into the into the tags because no one's looking for th- that stuff that would be typed into tags it's going to get flagged if, if a lot of the stuff like those little kids that are that are the ones that are yeah bleh, bleh, bleh. I need a drink of water. One second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's just there's a lot of people, there's a lot of channels out there with a lot of different people that run them that are a problem, yeah. But a lot of them aren't typing in messed up stuff in the tags that that is getting caught. I mean, I don't like the... Well, it's not just the tags. The videos themselves are flagged. You can yeah. put nothing in the tags and it's still flagged. Well, I mean, because yeah, YouTube, it's, uh, it, less, um, less it, trans, uh, it transcribes your videos, doesn't it, to closed caption, for closed caption? It used to. It doesn't do so, it I mean, for everybody anymore. You have to oh, actually create them, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Because I thought maybe that's how they might have like picked up like the foul language and stuff, like the bots. Yeah, but. no. 
No, no, it used to. It used to do that because I remember at one point my buddy, actually Hobo, who just typed in the chat, uh, he and I actually sat there watching a bunch of our old videos a couple of years ago, and uh, it was hilarious watching it with the uh, closed captions on, but they took that out, and uh, now you have to actually create a file that... Uh, oh, so that you got to upload your closed captions. Oh, got it, got yeah. it. Okay. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I think the future is going to be basically a YouTube Red where, you know, the people pay for the videos. Mm -hmm. So you have your subscription. Whenever you watch stuff, like, that subscription fee is basically divvied up between your creators. You know, the people you watch most. I've already seen it happen with a few people that, like, I've, I've gotten a little bit of YouTube Red income from some people that watch me. Um, small amount, but still, that's, that's going to be the new kind of, you know, money making source is the people that watch you and get that money from YouTube Red income right. and regular YouTube, quote unquote, that is entirely focused on ads. So if you split your, your, um, your stuff to YouTube Red, it won't matter if it's demonetized because you're still getting money from the YouTube Red people. Right. It, yeah. I, yeah, if I you watch it. it on regular YouTube, you're at the mercy of, you know, advertisers so your your video might not get any ad revenue i don't see youtube itself necessarily changing i see the mindset of people changing yeah. you know if you want to support someone get youtube red like uh, support their patreons you know gift them things whatever the case is there's ways to support people without just letting them get the free internet money from ad revenue yeah that that entitlement that we that we deserve free internet money for putting out our content is absurd. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what the networks were supposed to be at one point, was the networks were supposed to be the ones negotiating to have ads put on videos and stuff like that. And I don't know mm. what happened to that. Because um, that kind of made they sense. They all got corrupt. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because then everybody said, oh, I'll just start a network and make money from these people for nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I think I've got like six six invites to join a network in my message box right now actually mm -hmm. yep, <laughs> like, and not one Only of them six? looks legitimate nope. yeah, well I deleted a lot of them a few weeks ago um, yeah it's, it's everything everything is always changing obviously and mainstream media has kind of gotten over resisting I think it's funny I actually felt like I watched um, this weird relationship between mainstream media and internet media because um, at one point uh, mainstream media I saw a lot of bashing of internet personalities like who the heck is this person why are they right. <laughs> and then uh, then they then all of a sudden out of nowhere you had internet personalities being brought in to host mm -hmm. actual television shows and then some of them did good some of them failed really miserably because the studio got in there, dug their hands into the content and said, no, we're taking all this from you. Do it. What we tell you to do. Like, look at uh, Epic mealtime that what they had their show. Epic, Epic. Um, oh yeah. Um, that. Epic meal show. I can't remember what it was called, but that was not them at all. That was very different. And you could tell it, it didn't feel like they were the ones even in control of it. They didn't say it obviously, but there's probably some kind of, you know, um, NDA, NDA or uh, non-disclosure agreement or whatever, there's probably something there blocking them from saying that, you know exactly what happened. But they didn't. Harley Morenstein, the, he didn't even seem like he was happy with um, with that whole deal. Um, 
and that's just one example. But, you know, after all that happened, then everybody kind of had this, like, look, they all failed. Look at that. That was, that was pathetic. They all did terrible. And then now it's back to, you know, now, now it almost feels like mainstream media is kind of, for the most part, trying to ignore online media. I, I saw, um, what was it I saw? I saw a couple articles or something the other day, though, where they were making fun of YouTubers that had gone to a red carpet event. Like, because they were YouTubers. I can't remember where the article was, and I, it pisses me off that I couldn't because I wanted to share it when I got home. But I had seen the article, and it pissed me off because it's like, okay, well, just because you don't get their media, their format, their their audience doesn't make it not quality. And my, my like that's one thing that bothers me is like I wonder I to, part of me what makes part of it what makes me wonder is how much of this is actually the advertisers and the company and producers and stuff out there thinking that YouTube is not really content. It's just like oh well some idiots out there watch this. I guess that's part of my issue aside from like what's going to happen in the future is well how much of this is actually YouTube sees this as not the people at YouTube and all that see these as as non not quality videos or whatever. I mean, there's been plenty, plenty of people that have like said, well, well, I, well, you know, Philip DeFranco thinks that the, they're trying to sh- force people off the site. I don't think that's necessarily the case, obviously. But to an extent, I kind of wonder what do the advertisers actually think? Is there is that actually what they think? Do they actually think that this that the media creators on YouTube are lesser than uh, on TV? Because the audience is seems to be more devoted on YouTube than on TV. I think they're afraid of the lack of structure. It's it's the Netflix example. You know, you can you can create a show on Netflix and basically do whatever you want. Um they yeah, have sure. their own guidelines, but like they don't have to worry about advertiser input or anything because it's a subscription service. It's, you know, binge-worthy. Like that's why you get these more creative, you know, out of the box shows on there that aren't always successful, but yeah. you know, they're they're different. And Netflix is like like a traditional media version of YouTube. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what YouTube way. Red is trying to become. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas like you get things like Hulu that, you know, are advertisers' dreams because it's subscription and uh, Yeah, that pisses me off, I'll be honest. And then you yeah. can you can pay more to have the ads removed. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, which you can also do. pay more to add like Showtime or Cinemax or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the new cable service, exactly. by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. Unrelated. Definitely. But, like, traditional media is going away. Mm-hmm. Um, with things like, you know, subscription services where you don't have to worry about ads, the ads are pushing more heavily into these other forms, but their ratings are going down, so, like, ad funding is going down, and so they're trying to figure out ways of, you know, minimizing costs, and a lot of that's going to be putting less money into YouTube, yeah. which means they have less avenues to stretch that, you know, that money to... So of course they're going to get stricter on where it at where it airs because they don't have as much to give out. And so I see a future where subscription services are the main thing and advertising is basically in, you know, like like online sidebars and, you know, played before IGN videos, mm-hmm. which is yeah. super annoying. <laughs> and um obviously there's still going to be public television like the like the antenna channels. Yeah. But a lot of networks already have been struggling and like yeah. digital uh, digital cable services, like satellite services, things like that have gone away. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
It's just, it's not the same thing it used to be. No. So there's always going to be networks which are very structured and heavily uh, censored for ads. And then there's going to be the online services like Hulu that are getting their own shows and things. Or, you know, the the CBS All Access that's like the online version of those, you know, public shows that are getting their own things and that kind of stuff. But advertising... I think is the main issue because they're going through a huge restructuring of how it works and how they make money. And so it's affecting all these other services because they're advertiser run. Yeah. That's something I hadn't thought of is the fact that because mainstream media has gone through such a uh, downturn in users. Cause I think like even game of Thrones, the majority of people watch it on HBO go or HBO now after it's, mm-hmm. Uh, aired and it's actually getting low ratings uh, during the actual release of the show. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, like it's and that's the thing is like oh you have you have on demand and stuff, but that's not it's not really it doesn't really pay off as much because it's just this the internet is so for the most part in this country so accessible. I mean, the middle of the country internet is is unfortunately garbage. So it, when the when the event, when the eventual shift happens the middle of the country is going to be screwed but um hey kansas city has google fiber so oh, i am that. so jealous well, of you general, i am hating general. you so hard right it now. it sucks for me i'm your number I mean, one hater i want I mean, google I fiber had, so bad <laughs> i live in jersey i live 20 minutes from a major city and i had satellite internet i mean that was garbage and it's just like after looking into it more and more the more i found out about how bad the internet is in some of this country is mm-hmm. ridiculous and then you think about places outside of this country oh yeah and so so when that shift happens i mean that's another topic altogether but when that shift happens where where mainstream media goes pretty much digital um only is it's gonna be that's gonna have a major just imagine impact. the bandwidth oh mm-hmm. my gosh yeah I mean, now that I think about it, I wonder how much of the audience of mainstream media, as opposed to YouTube and such, is in middle America. Hmm. Because it seems like if you get a few states in from the coast on either side is when you really start to run into, well, the towns are smaller and they're further apart. So there's less, there's a lot less um, cables run. So a lot of a lot of it has to be done, you know, wirelessly or satellites or some other way, and mm-hmm. it's it's still so expensive, which sucks. But you never hear about it for some reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't see traditional media going away for a few generations because oh, no. there yeah, are no. still those kind of backwoods areas that literally don't know what internet is and By only get yeah. like local networks, you know, CBS, uh, NBC, ABC, like those those main channels yeah that's crazy isn't it that, that, that and they wouldn't know what areas. to do without that stuff oh yeah but in a few generations when there's like internet everywhere and it's probably i mean it's already considered a um a utility but when it's probably just like a public resource that automatically comes into a house <laughs> yeah um you just choose the provider basically and then you move in internet ready like that will be the future yeah definitely. but or you know when data just runs everything so there is no actual internet providers it's only the you know the the data services um but that's not gonna happen for a long time so it is it's a very slow transition but there's definitely been a a major shift to online content lately and that's affecting everything online like youtube right yep 
Yeah. I mean, that's... <sighs> Why does everything have to be so complicated everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> because the world moves too fast. Right. Exactly. Slow it down. Slow it down. I don't want to die that soon. <laughs> I'm aging way too quick. <laughs> oh, Go back man. to the butter churn days, you pansy. <laughs> I couldn't think of an insult that was fitting. Oh man, yes, yeah, a lot, lot changing. It's, it's going to be an interesting next couple of years. Yeah, this everything. The, the, the technology has grown so fast over the last couple of years, and it, uh, over the last ten years even. I mean, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, cell phones were like. Uh, you know, they were like, you know, only the richest people had these when I yeah. was like two, three years old. Now, a five-year-old kid walking down the street has a computer in their hand that is more powerful than the computers my grandfather worked on when he was in IT working for IBM in the 80s. Mm-hmm. A server room back then didn't have the power that my phone here, my crappy phone that is not nearly as good as a standard phone of today, my phone has more power than an entire server room back then had. And uh, my phone has more compa- more power than my first computer did. Oh wow, that's actually crazy. my that's insane. my phone might actually have more than the, our original computer too. Actually, now I think about it. Yeah. Holy crap! You know, back in the days of AOL and yeah, stuff. I'm pretty like, sure the camera <laughs> on my phone is more powerful than my um, DSLR that I currently own. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it can definitely shoot higher resolution video. My T3, it can only shoot 720 at 24 frames a second. My freaking LG here, I can shoot up to 4K video on this thing, you guys. Well, it's I was going to say, well, resolution's not everything. Yeah, that's true. No, no, yeah, that's definitely true. Because, I mean, yeah, it's the Canon, it takes amazing video. Like, it's really clear 720p, mm-hmm. you know, because it's the, because of the uh, the sensor, it's got that DSLR sensor, so. That, and I think it's the PPI. Yeah. you have to worry about, like, the pixels per inch. Yeah, 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 exactly. That, and um, I have a really um, wide-open aperture lens as well, so, mm. like, yeah. That's nice. Shooting video on this thing is super nice. But anyways, I'm nerding out over my camera. Man, <laughs> while we're reminiscing about the past, I remember the days when this was a podcast about YouTube. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> like, what? Well, ultimately, <laughs> this is what it's supposed to be. Ultimately, <laughs> this is supposed to be, this is, ultimately, this podcast is going to be more like that. Just, we start on a topic, it's not as heavy hitting a topic normally as YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but start um, strong, man. Yeah. 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 Right. You start with a really thick topic, nice and meaty, nice and girthy. Um, w- wait, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, ultimately that's what this is. That that's what I want to do is just kind of like get on a podcast, have a couple of things maybe to talk about, but just kind of like start a conversation and just have a, have a fun little conversation for an hour and a half. That was a little bit more of a debate. <laughs> the conversation, but it was uh, a very civil debate, though. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, because I mean, was like, terribly disagreed. No. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's the thing is I th- I don't think any one of us is necessarily like cemented on like well this is a good thing or a bad thing. This There's is, like, multiple it, facets to the situation. Yeah, and it's that's the thing is it's so complicated. I don't think hardly anybody is really exactly on the same page with it. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to come at such a complicated issue as this whole YouTube thing. There's so many ways to come at it, and it's going to affect so many things for so many people because so many pe- different people with so many different mindsets. Right. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to And the issue itself is so gray Yeah. that, I mean, you can't really take a stance one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be some kind of shade. Right. Yeah. Yep. 
Very true. <sighs> anyway, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for getting on a call and hanging out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for this having us. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad you, you let me rant because I kind of <laughs> came up with this idea. So <laughs> I just wanted to say things. Dang it. <laughs> I just want to talk. <laughs> totally worth it. Had a lot of fun. All right. In the interest of transparency, we decided to uh, do a final thoughts thing here. So Zero and Nero both recorded a final thoughts on the uh, on the topic. And uh, here we go. Zero and then Nero right after. Yeah, just to just to kind of, you know, close things off. I I don't think YouTube's going anywhere. I think people are overreacting and I I just ever I think we're in a transitional period and we're going to have to get used to that. Like it's just the truth of the of the matter. I mean, anytime you're involved with something and it changes, it it takes time to figure it out, but YouTube's going to come out just fine on the other side. Everyone's going to go back to normal and we'll get used to the new status quo. But it is kind of fun to talk about, you know, to theorize the future of this of this thing that we're all a part of. So I'm glad I, you know, got the chance to join you guys and and chat it out. So thank you for that. Yeah, um, as far as just all this YouTube stuff is going, um it's just it it's yeah, I'm pretty much with zero on this one. It's it's all just we're just part of a massive change and Sometimes change can be chaotic and painful and disgusting and horrible or awful, but it can also be good. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I feel like, because uh, we're people, we're, we're all creatures of habit. We, we like things to be stable. We like things to be consistent. So when things change, that's when everybody just kind of loses their minds. So I feel like it's just, yeah, it's all progress whether it's moving backwards or forwards it's it's progress in some direction so we all just need to really see where it goes and as far as um people out there hoping to make a career out of youtube don't focus solely on it, it like what zero said earlier again um it's 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 a it's one way of generating revenue and if you are on youtube then you should probably be involved in several other projects as well you know as far as you know your online presence because youtube is really only one way of doing this you can also you can also be a blogger you can also you know there's there's twitter there's there's facebook there's all kinds of other things so it's really just one way of being able to do what you want to do you know, being able to work from home and all that kind of stuff with, you know, the kind of like, quote unquote, dream life of being able to YouTube from home. But, well, there's there's going to be there's going to be a lot of work that you have to do. Like, for example, like I was saying earlier with the ad advertising and stuff like that, you know, you can go out and get your own sponsors. So they pay you directly to advertise for them. You know, and that might not necessarily work for everybody because they don't have you know the the kind of content that people would want to advertise but that again that comes back to the whole change of the the terms of service thing they're they're enforcing what they're enforcing their their uh, their monetization stuff based on the advertisers so i mean you know if you want to circumvent that you, you gotta go find out go out and find your own advertising but really all in all it's just it's just it's just a big massive change we should just all uh just kind of sit back and see what happens instead of uh acting like the world is gonna fall apart anyway i want to thank nero and zero once again for being on the show i want to thank all of you that are listening to the show i was actually surprised how many people uh listened to and liked the uh 
the pilot where I kind of just rambled off my basic idea. Uh, that was actually surprising. I want to thank everybody that's enjoying what has happened so far. And uh, hopefully, hopefully as I get used to doing this, it'll be a little bit more easy and comfortable for me as I kind of get into this new thing. YouTube, I finally kind of got used to doing. And this is, this is like, oh, this is like trying to do something brand new again because this is... I don't know, I get that same little, little bit of nervousness, like this is a brand new thing for me. So, anyway, like I said, hopefully another episode will be out next week, or most likely Thursday. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have time to get one done this week. Unfortunately, my wife's actually in the hospital right now. I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to be on the Geek Freak podcast like I was supposed to be this week because uh, of some uh, some issues that are with uh, my wife uh, going on right now. Anyway, that was a weird way to say that. But thank you so much for listening, watching, wherever you're at with this, whether you're on YouTube or SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Or maybe you'll hear me next time or however you want to say that. Man, I really suck at outros. Bye-bye.